0: Hey, it's Justin. And before we jump into today's podcast, we just want to thank you. We know you have a choice in what you listen to, and we are thankful for you. Every month, we shine a light on our top performing, most downloaded podcast episodes, and you're getting one of those this week. Enjoy, and remember that every winner started as a contender. Hey, it's Justin. And before we jump into today's podcast, I want to say happy new year. Before we jump into 2019, I want to thank all of you for listening, downloading, sending suggestions, offering to be on the podcast in 2018. We had just an incredible year, um, incredible content, great guests, great stories, met some incredible people. Hopefully you enjoyed the content that we brought to you on the Contender Cast in 2018. I can tell you looking forward, 2019 is going to start off quick and I'm um, super excited about the guests that we've got on the podcast already scheduled for 2019. And, you know, here at the Contender Cast, our vision is to shine a light on bright ideas. And we do that every week uh, with your stories and, and your products and your services and your companies and your books and your ideas. And it's just so much fun to do that. Um, and, you know, The bottom line is that every winner started as a contender, right? And I hope all of you find a way to be a contender in 2019 with your ideas. And I think you're really going to like how we start uh, today's podcast. We've got Brian on, and he is just an expert in the invention space. And he's brought products to light himself. He's a coach. He's a mentor for others that bring products to life or want to bring products to life. And I'm hoping that you are just as excited and inspired by the conversation that you're going to hear today. This is part one and you'll hear part two later this month. Have a great 2019. Look forward to hearing from you and talking to you on the air. Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for Shining a Light on Bright Ideas. And today, we are truly shining a light on Bright Ideas as we are talking about inventing products, inventing services, bringing ideas to life. And on the podcast today is my new friend, Brian Freed, who is the Executive Director of the United Inventors Association. Brian, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much, Justin. Thank you for having me. I could not wait for this one. I am, And people that know me know I love this whole idea of bringing ideas to life and... I not wait to have this conversation with you because you're an expert in this space. So for those that don't know Brian, I mean, he, he spent his entire career in the bringing in ideas to space life. You know, that this is his space. He works with inventors today. He's a coach and mentor. He's written a couple books on inventing. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. And he's leading this incredible organization called the United Inventors Association. Of the U.S., um, so Brian, let's start with, and I love to ask this question first. How did you even get into this space? Like, and, and so you've been doing it your entire career. You just didn't start last year. How did you get into this space?
1: <laughs> well, I realized when I was a little kid that I started to rip things apart, not in a in an aggressive way, but just <laughs> being curious, right? Being curious about how things worked and and uh, how people use things. And as I continued to get older, it started to go into my getting married and starting to see how my wife does things and how she cooks and starting to live with somebody differently than your family. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? So right. it's like, you know, I saw that she could do things differently. I'd like to be politically correct. Uh,
0: <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> so I I started to just come up with all these different things and made a list. And then I had a baby and, and I started to see all the things that parenting uh, brings you through and what what products and things are out there and how they could be done differently. So I just started to build up like a a database of different products. And I started to look at them from more of a, a marketing perspective rather than something personal. Why is this happening to me? Or it's good for me. So that's the way I always like to look at things. How would somebody else use it and could they benefit
0: from it? Absolutely. but And you know, because you've lived in this space now, but there's many people that have ideas, right? Many of them don't capture them like you did. Many of them don't make a database of them. Many don't take that database and actually start to explore bringing them to life. So how did that manifest itself for you? you? How did you get to the database to starting to bring some of these ideas to life?
1: You know, it's you start to realize like, hey, you know what? I, I think I have something. I'm right. I'm onto something. <laughs> this seems like it could really be good. And many people, how many times do you come up with something and you just or even it's a if it's a thought and you're driving or you're talking and all of a sudden you get distracted and then it goes away. So one of the most important things that I always tell inventors or anybody, because they're always like, Hey, I got an idea. Right. Capture it. Definitely. These days, you know, I used to say, put it on a notebook, but these days you can text yourself, you can email yourself, send yourself a voice message, whatever it is, but capture it no and question. then continue to just build up like things that you, you're becoming aware of or things that you're coming up with like these ideas and then take a step back and say, okay, I came up with something. Now let me evaluate it. And that's one of the things that many inventors, like they'll skip from, Coming up with the idea to now going into like patenting production and prototyping and everything right. else, but there's a couple few steps in the beginning, especially doing a, a search, even a simple one online that cost you nothing
0: no question, and you know you're already jumping to what one of the things you're really best at, which is being a coach and mentor in this space so uh, got it, so you start you you captured the ideas, you started exploring them, you're, then you started evaluating them, and then what was your first Idea that became real, you know, that came to life. You're like, oh my god, like I did it, <laughs> and now I'm going to do more. Well,
1: I, th- there's several that I was working on at the same time. I mean, I had this uh, this product called the Balloon Band, uh, which <laughs> is like a, a a nylon wristband with a metal D ring that you put a ribbon of the balloon through. Oh, because my cool. daughter kept losing balloons in Madison Square Garden, oh, eight dollar Elmo and Big <laughs> up Bird in the balloons. rafters. <laughs> yeah. And all these kids are crying after intermission because all their balloons are up in the air. So
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> That was a great idea. Went,
1: <laughs> thank you. Or I went to the amusement park and I started uh, putting the ribbon around my daughter's wrist. And every time she wanted to go on and off the rides, I would pull it off. And the ribbon would be, I'd make it really tight. And she's like, Daddy, you're cutting off my circulation. So I came up with, uh, with that balloon band. But I, I've, it's been baby products, kitchen gadgets, novelty hardware, uh, as seen on TV products, which are more mass market type of products. So you know, just being in different situations, going out there, that's the way that you'd start to capture the ideas, but just be aware of it and be ready to write it down. Or capture it somehow.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I know your products. You've uh, you've been on let's see the home shopping channels. You've used uh, seen on TV catalogs, online retailers. You've got two books now on bringing these ideas to life, which I think is amazing. Um, so after the the balloon ban, so what was next, and how did what was what was it after that that kind of kept your innovation process going?
1: Oh my gosh! You no, know, <laughs> these these products are all my babies.
0: I love and, it. I love uh, hearing about uh, these. But,
1: but but the thing is, I don't remember their birth dates, <laughs> <laughs> right? So,
0: they just took time, so, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I do have over a dozen patents. I think I'm up to fifteen. Oh my god! Uh, and I have some other ones that are that are filed. Yep. Um. So I mean, I've uh, again, I've had like kitchen gadgets, uh, a different as seen on TV products, and I I have several others that are coming out now. So I mean, I I do have my website that has some of my products just to show that you know some people. Of things, but I've sold products to companies, I've licensed products to companies, I've manufactured my own products and sell them. So I'm pretty active in the space personally and, and, and helping other inventors with licensing and manufacturing.
0: Yeah, you've worked with a lot of, you've done obviously a lot of your own products and you've had a lot of lessons learned and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But one of the things I wanted to ask you was, you know, what are the different stages that you see around inventing or invention that you work, you know, you work with a lot of people that have an idea. What are the stages beyond the capture, explore it, evaluate it, and in terms of, you know, what are the keys to success of bringing an idea to life or or deciding an idea is not not a good idea? Sure.
1: Well, I, I mean, the capture is number one, and the and like I said, probably the most important, just personally and financially, to save you money is to search. And to search, and it costs you nothing. But you know what, Justin? You know what people do? And this is my, my famous line, because I, when I speak or I, I'm at my inventors groups or other inventors groups, I say, search to find it. Don't search not to find it. Right. People <laughs> are searching with their eyes closed. Just hoping that it doesn't show up. <laughs> <the truth. laughs> right.
0: right. And it's then they true. go waste a lot of money creating something someone else has already done.
1: It, it's, it's, it's tough. And I feel bad for a lot of people when they spend the money, but listening to your show and getting the message out there and being a part of the United (laughs) Inventors Association to be able to get that message out. That's, that's my cause. That's my mission.
0: You know, it's funny you say that. So um, as I mentioned before, we, we hit record my wife and I have got a number of products we've brought to life, which has been a total blast and there, but there's some that we did and I, I remember there was one specifically and it was a, A a container for fruit, you know, like you've cut fruit, you know, and you need to put it back in the fridge and keep it fresh. And so we had this really cool idea. We had like the name, the website, everything like done. We were ready to go make it, you know, with our (laughs) design guy. And we Googled it. And I mean, there's plenty of them out there. And we're like, oh, we thought we had the idea. And so we killed that one before we wasted money designing and manufacturing. Anyway, (laughs) you good?
1: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) No, it, it's important. You, you know what, Justin? I spend more time telling inventors. I'm sorry to say it. I, I don't mean to be a, a heartbreaker, but I spend more time telling inventors to save their money and their time and effort and energy for the next idea, right? And and just move on. Right. And it's okay because right. you once you're in that zone and you have that mindset, you'll come up with other ones. I exactly. promise you. Just exactly. not that one. No so you, you got the searching which is very very important then once you get past that point then uh making uh let's say like getting it to life somehow so you want to be able to have like a CAD drawing
0: sure design and, and that's, exactly
1: yeah and that's a computer assisted drawing like when I first started it was very difficult to find people to do it and they were most likely engineers now with the with the growth of three D printers. Right. There's many people that are that have mastered, even if they're not engineers or product designers, they've mastered using uh the software. No and question. they can do a super job. So no if question. you're right, if you're in a shoestring budget, you have people that uh even product designers are less expensive than engineers. Sure. So you have people that are reasonable and then you have three D printers which are at your disposal pretty pretty much anywhere.
0: Um yeah, and, and there's and, communities now where you can yeah. put out a project for bid, quote unquote, online, and get bids from the individuals looking for side jobs. Right? I mean, th- it's not that expensive to do the design piece.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I, I have plenty of references that I can that I could provide, but it's very easy to find uh, 3D uh, services, and uh, in a couple of days you're open your mailbox and you have your, <laughs> your prototype. All right. So, so
0: you got design and prototype.
1: Yep. Or or you could skip the design and prototype and just find something that's similar to what you have buy it and rip it apart and put things together and make it work i mean it's all relative to what your budget is but when somebody tells me they don't have money at least get it to a point where you can de- uh, where you can demonstrate it or show it or see it you know what i mean and once you're at that point that's where you start making some decisions like okay intellectual property? Is this uh, something that I may be able to get some IP on? Uh, it could be a design patent or utility patent. Uh, and, and then uh, get some sort of protection and then uh, start to make a decision if it's something that you're going to license, which means that you're going to add your product to another company that already has uh, manufacturing and distribution capabilities for you to be able to earn royalties, or you may want to manufacture it yourself, which is a greater risk reward. Uh, right, no question. But uh, you know, you're in your own
0: business. Yep. no question. It's actually something that we're personally dealing with right now in terms of a, a product. In terms, do, do we keep it under our own manufacturing, or do we attempt to <clears throat> put, you know, give it to a larger company and then take royalties on that? It's an interesting. It's a whole that could be a whole other podcast just on that conversation.
1: Yep, that's the that's the fork in the road, and I do spend a lot of time getting personally and deep into people's personal situations and financial situations to make a decision. Like, do you have time? Do you have money? You know, it's, it's when you're going into your own business, it's manufacturing, warehousing, shipping, exactly. distribution, <laughs> logistics. Yep. You know, when yep. somebody uses that 20% coupon at one of the, one of the big box stores, yep. who's paying for who's that? Who's paying for you that? Are.
0: That's right. Out right. of our marketing funds. That's right. Exactly. Crazy. Uh, that's yep. cool. Um, and then what about you know towards the end of the process that you're getting into? so you, you, now you have something in hand. Let's you know we've we've passed a major part of the process, which is manufacturing. Um, but what about customer feedback and kind of the I like it or don't like it or want to tweak it you know like just kind of the what's that part of the process look like for you and the people you work with?
1: You know, I love that people have friends and family that are supportive of you, <laughs> but think about their their risk. Right. If they end up telling you that they love it, you feel great. You keep going. <laughs>
0: They're not the you right know, target audience. You're <laughs> determined to
1: make it happen. <laughs> right. But then if they tell you that it sucks, then you think that you're going to be happy with them and you're going to talk to them and you might ruin your relationship because I've seen it happen before where. Relationships are broken after somebody's invention, and they asked, and they told them the truth. That's right. So, i <laughs> I, I have different approach. <laughs> I have different approaches to this. Uh, there's a non disclosure agreement that you could take relative to where you are in the invention process. So, if you don't have anything covered as far as intellectual property, and you want to show it. Get a non-disclosure agreement. I mean, I have one on my website. Uh, UIA, uh, United Inventors Association, also has uh, resources on there for uh, uh, picking up a, a general non-disclosure agreement, and and just ask around. Like, I mean, try to find people that you don't know. Like, ask the people that you're close with. Ask their them to ask their friends what exactly. They think. Yeah,
0: you know what I question. mean. So
1: <laughs> it takes the pressure off of them a little bit, or do a focus group or do online surveys which are very active these days. Um, and, and there's different web tests that are out there. so there's, there's plenty of resources, especially now than than back then. I, I, I'm making myself old. I'm 45 but <laughs> when I first started it was difficult. I mean I was in, uh, I was in uh, Barnes and Noble uh, paying kids uh, for one of my products or actually it was one of my line apparel lines. And I I gave them $10 gift cards to the cafe for them to spend 20 minutes doing my survey. It's
0: like a survey or a focus group. I mean, it's no different, right? Yeah, it's so key. I mean, I, the friends and family thing is amazing. Whether you're writing a book, and this is another of my favorites, you know, everyone says they're going to buy it and they don't. Um, and it's not because they don't like you; they just don't want the book, you know. Or, or they'll tell you it's great, but then that's what they feel like they have to tell you. Versus a consumer that doesn't, you know, has no personal relationship is going to tell you the real deal. It's just so true. Um, all right, so you've mentioned a couple of times the United Inventors Association, and I'm excited to share with our audience what that is. And and I mean, you just a couple months ago at four months ago were named as the executive director of this group. And I think it's a, congratulations on that. Talk about the group and what it is. It's such a great fit for you, I would think, with your background.
1: Thank you. Well, I'm proud to help and and lead the group as the executive director of the United Inventors Association. And the website is uiausa.org. And basically, it was formed a long time ago and it was, uh, it was like a spinoff of the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And it was to provide, and it still is more than ever to provide tools and resources for inventors. So this is the largest association in the country and it's a 501c3 non-for-profit. So you can feel comfortable, put your guard down and know that all the information on there has been vetted. It's for you to help you. To bring you to the next levels of your invention, to find resources, educational uh, information on there, and really just to get into the into the world of invention, inventing, inventing within the association, and and have that group uh, benefit and sure. environment.
0: Yeah, I was impressed. You know, I didn't. I quite frankly didn't know about the association when um, we scheduled this podcast, and so I did a lot of homework. And I, I was amazed at the tools and just the structure, the communities, the inventor clubs. Just you know, there's input from everything from you know that you mentioned the non disclosure or licensing agreements to you know the value of being a part of trade shows. And I just thought, wow, what a great resource and one that I almost wonder if could be more leveraged or more uh, marketed to uh, those out there in, in the innovation space.
1: Thank you, Justin. You know what? I've known about the UIA, uh, United Inventors Association for many, many years. And when they asked me to uh, take this position, when I go around and I ask people, do you know about the UIA, United Inventors Association? No. No, I don't. No, I don't. So that leads me to believe that we have so many different things that are available to people but they just don't know about it and that's why I did come on board and one of my main initiatives Justin is to get the word out well,
0: so that's i mean it's such a great not, not only with your background but just knowing that there's a gap there's an opportunity for growth i mean how fun would that be i mean i mean you know what i mean it means when you find a product that has a market i mean this is a a resource that has a giant market there's a lot of people that, in this
1: space definitely so the united invented association like i've been involved with inventors groups for 13 years. I've been running between both my county executives here and now I merge them and have a workshop monthly through the Small Business Development Center on Long Island. So trade, sh- uh, uh, the inventors groups are very important. Trade shows are very important to the United Inventors Association where we participate in the major trade show industries uh, through the year. So we're talking about the Golf show, PGA. We're talking about housewares, hardware show. Uh, there's a toy fair. Yep, toy fair's
0: we, coming e- up in February.
1: Yep, we we have different opportunities for inventors to participate within our inventor spotlight areas and uh, inventor tr- uh, booth areas for discounted rates as a member. We have uh, speaking events that we're active with. We have an amazing board. We have fifteen board members. That have amazing backgrounds through uh, different parts of the and 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 support inventors and the different parts of the invention process. So I'm talking about as seen t- as seen on TV people, uh, patent attorneys, uh, licensing uh, representatives. I mean, I, I'm I'm just thinking about some of the board members. We have uh, people that are running uh, a different programs and TV shows. It's it's really the board is made up of dedicated and and board these board members are really looking to uh to get the word out as well so between inventors groups the trade shows the different programs that we have throughout the year and there's going to continue to be more we're going to expedite the like people to know that we're out there and social media even as well we're going to just press all these different buttons so everybody that does come up with the that idea is going to be able to have uh to know that
0: we're out there. That's for really cool. Yeah, I I signed up for information. I look forward to getting involved, quite frankly. I think it's really really cool. Yeah. Um so I, I I don't want to end the podcast before talking about your books. I mean, you've you know, we've talked about how you work with um individuals and their ideas and their companies. You've written two books. The first one you and your big ideas. Um Inventing Secrets Revealed, and then you have a third book coming out. So, talk about uh, your books and, and what they cover, and then what's coming with your third book and the timing of it. Okay,
1: you know what, Justin? When I when I started to go to inventors groups locally, by me, I started to get more active, and I created my own inventors group. And then I realized that people just continued to need more information. Like I had some level of success at that point in one of my inventors groups, and then. I said, you know what, let me get this podcast out. So I hosted Got Invention Radio, where I got to do what you did for a (laughs) while, and uh, basically interview resources for inventors and successful inventors and so on. And I just, that was a a weekly show. I just wanted to get the message out to people to get the right information. So I had the inventors groups, then I had the podcast. Then I was like, you know what, I want to get out even more doing something different. So I, I wrote the book or I might've done the book first and then I did the podcast. (laughs) Um, and then, uh, and, and then just continuing to just build on helping inventors and getting more involved in the inventor community. So, I mean, the books are, are good. Uh, they're obviously not tailored to exactly what you have, but they're almost like a choose your own adventure type of experience. So you have some some options and it's not about me it's about you and that's that's what i think people really like about it it's they're sold on amazon and all the bookstores and i have had some great feedback and really have helped some people make some uh decisions and make better decisions
0: that's really cool and then you got a third book coming out so what does that look like
1: uh That is going to be a a compilation of of the writings that I've done over the years uh, and just putting them together and organizing them. And uh, it's going to be also just a little bit of a different twist than the the first two books and uh, more updated because the first book, I think, was 2008. Second one was 2016. So we're in 19 now. I think it's time.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's exciting. And I mean, that's a great platform I mean, and great way for you to share ideas beyond just, the, you know, the hit or miss times you might have with an individual or a company. really, really cool. So, yeah. So talk about how, finally, how can our listeners uh, find you, engage with you? You talked about the, the website for the United Inventors Association, but share with everyone how they can get in touch with you directly.
1: Sure well through the united events association uh, you can you can request i think there's uh, i have my email address on there under the meet the board of directors um, i'm also uh brianfried.com is my personal website so b r i a n f r i e d.com there's a lot of people that tell me that it doesn't work and they spell my name b r a i n b r a i n and they pronounce my last name fried. So I'm brain fried. So
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> perfect pretty funny. for an inventor, I guess, right? <laughs> brain perfect fried. For an inventor, that's but, actually kind of funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, and people end up spending, spelling it like that now also, but it's B-R-I-A-N is my first name.
0: <laughs> I love it. Well, and you refer to yourself as the inventor coach. I think that's really kind of cool. Uh, I mean, so last but not least, I'll just mention, you know, our big idea for this podcast and, and from the beginning has been that we shine a light on bright ideas. And what I think is really cool is from. The work you're doing for, to the organization leading to the books you're writing to uh, the coaching and mentoring. I mean, like, that's what you're doing. You're like shining a light on people's ideas and helping them come to life. I think it's just really cool. And I'm so glad we got to meet today.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Justin. You know what? It's when I'm doing the different speaking events or I'm at my inventors group and even doing this podcast, you know what really drives me is that I want to tell people I'm nothing special. I mean, I just, I've been doing it a little longer than some people, but if I can do it, you could do it. And that's why I'm out there preaching the message and getting in front of inventors and showing them and helping them and guiding them. Whatever I could do to help to get the word out, that's my that's my goal in life. Like that's what I like to give. Like that's like my donation of, yeah. of my time and my mission. I, I want people it. to get the right experience and go through the that journey and, and uh, do the best they can. And the greatest thing is to see your product out on the shelf and people buying it for the reason you came up with it. So I'll do whatever so I true. can to tell people, <laughs> to, to help people to get to that point. But there's also some things along the way that have to get done. And that's where all these different things that we spoke about come into play. So do your research, find the right people to help you read, you know, ask people for references who you use just like anything in life and uh, and keep, keep on moving your idea forward. That's the name of the
0: game. I love it. Well, I can guarantee you've inspired people on this podcast. I'm fired up to go work on my products after talking to you. <laughs> hey, listen, Brian, thanks so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Justin. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. And everybody
0: keep on inventing. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.